This is an RNZ podcast. And one last quick question before you go, Minister. Um, Google and Meta, are you mm -hmm. putting the hard word on them to secure deals to pay for content or are you going to legislate? Well, which I'm trying really hard. Because, I mean, there's a... Have you given them a deadline? Uh, yeah, I have, for three months, actually, and, and said, to, said to them, let's see the deals in the, in the marketplace. That was the Broadcasting and Media Minister Willie Jackson on the News Hub Nation show at this time last year, telling the host Simon Shepherd he was putting the hard word on the big tech platforms to do deals with New Zealand's news media companies to pay them for the news that they carry on their search services and social platforms online. And if the deals were not done, Willie Jackson said he was prepared to pass a law to make it happen by arbitration, as has happened overseas. They legislated it over in Australia yep. and Canada. Yep. I'm not saying we're going to legislate, but this is something we have mooted, and uh, I want to see some fairness. I want to see all, all these Kiwi news organisations looked after. Yep. That's what it's about. And these big players have the funding and the resourcing to be able to do that. Well, the three months came and went, and there was some movement from Google, which has now done deals with almost 50 local news media outlets, large and small, though the sums involved are confidential commercial secrets. But one year on, Willie Jackson went back on News Hub Nation earlier this month, and that legislation to force the issue was still not out. But he said it was imminent. Well, the government is finally taking on big tech legislation, forcing online platforms to pay for New Zealand journalism content is heading to Cabinet next week on its way to the House shortly after. It comes as Google and Meta have pulled news content in Canada over similar moves by the Trudeau government. But News Hub Nation host Rebecca Wright then asked the minister, wasn't it all a little late now? We've got this in place. It's taken got, too long, though, hasn't it? Uh, it has taken too long, but the main, the main point is it's in now. And, look, any right-thinking person um, or right-thinking party would support this because you don't want to get offside with the media, do you, Rebecca? No, I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think you're not in an election campaign period anyway. Well, they were just joking there, but the income from these deals could be a significant source of revenue for our cash-strapped commercial media. However, when the fair digital news bargaining bill was finally tabled in Parliament last week, it wasn't launched with a ministerial media conference or even a media news release. And there wasn't an awful lot of interest in it either from the media. Reflecting on that in his weekly column Nightly News this week, former Herald editor-in-chief Gavin Ellis said that that might be because many in the media are assuming the bill will just die if the current government's not re-elected in two months' time. And in spite of Willie Jackson saying there that any right-minded political party would want to back this legislation, the National Party's broadcasting spokesperson said on Tuesday she wouldn't. Melissa Lee told Stuff governments should not be involved in the business of the fourth estate and... If the government was really concerned about this issue, they should have brought this bill earlier so that we could have had plenty of time to go through the select committee process and scrutinise the bill properly. And that also echoed the feelings of the big two tech titans. In a statement, Meta's head of policy for New Zealand, Nick McDonnell, told Newsroom that Meta hadn't been consulted on the bill, which he said ignores the realities of how our platforms work. And in a letter to the minister released to RNZ under the Official Information Act recently, Google's New Zealand manager, Carolyn Rainsford, had also complained that standard practice had not been followed for the new bill, with no policy paper allowing for public input. But the legislation is out now, so what does it do? 
Well, the Fair Digital News Bargaining Bill tasks the Broadcasting Standards Authority with creating a bargaining code for digital platforms and news media companies. And if agreement on payments can't be reached, the arbitration process will kick in. The authority can hand down fines and penalties of $3 million or more for failing to bargain in good faith or refusing to engage in compulsory bargaining. But aside from trying to introduce more fairness into the market for online news, what's in this for the government? Well, though the minister hadn't really wanted to say so out loud, it's a way of finding money for the media to replace the millions in public money which this government pumped in via New Zealand On Air over three years since 2020. The $55 million public interest journalism fund was welcomed by media outlets which competed for that cash to fund jobs and journalism projects while it lasted. But opposition parties and political critics condemned it as a corruption of media independence and even a government bribe to buy their compliance, even though tens of millions of dollars has flowed into the public and private media companies ever since the early 1990s. New Zealand On Air's interim review of the Public Interest Journalism Fund's achievements so far was coincidentally also released last week, and it said this. New Zealand On Air is confident that the fund's support for a wide range of journalism and journalists has made a compelling case for ongoing subsidies to safeguard at-risk public interest journalism. But the Cabinet paper for that new digital news bargaining bill says continued public funding of public interest journalism increases risks around the perceived independence of and public trust in the media. And the Cabinet reached that conclusion last December... And according to the timeline on the new bill, it won't be until December 2024, two years later, that mandatory bargaining provisions could actually be in place. Now clearly the hope is that payments from the big tech titans will fill the void that the government's created now that the public interest journalism fund spending is done and dusted. But that presupposes that a government in place actually supports this. And even if it does, December 2024 is an awfully long way off for media companies in the current economic climate.